If this were the real world I would buy all of the money in the planet. Do you know how to hand me a new life? I was vaping and contemplating that this life might be far out there. I stand on the edge of infinity with nothing left to question. I have transcended this world. Oh, joy. The power in the verse can stop me. What's going on, guys? My name is El De Niro, and welcome to episode 109 of the Midnight Hour. Joining me today, back by popular demand, is the big dog, Miggy Mig. Hey, 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 back by popular demand. That has been said and cannot be denied. <laughs> what was, Legit. you got like one message the last time and it was someone telling you to go fuck yourself. Is that correct? In caps, that's right. <laughs> and I did, and I came back to tell the story. <laughs> <laughs> he thought he had one on me, but, you know. Little did he know I actually possessed the ability to fuck myself. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, maybe he knew too. Yeah, but... maybe. Yeah, it, it, look, it's nice to hear from fans. That's it was <laughs> So tell us, how did you do, did you put it in your belly button? Is well, that's really weird. Uh, <laughs> I shouldn't really talk about the methods. That's I think true, yeah, um, yeah. that's a different episode. That's true. <laughs> the hundred and ten, how to fuck yourself. We're in the subset of the Midnight Hour titled Conspiracies with Miguel. Moving on from uh, the last time Miguel was on, and we spoke about the Philadelphia Experiment and Al Bielik, that shape-shifting, time-traveling, multi-personality-having motherfucker. And <laughs> that, was a, a, that was a brilliant episode. I had people talk to me on multiple platforms about how fucking weird the Al Bielik story is, let me tell you. So, really? Um, yeah. I had... Uh, I had one guy talk to me on Steam, the platform that I play games on. <laughs> so, um, yeah, there it is. Um, Can you get that on the Sega? Because uh, if you can't get Steam on the Sega, then I I care for it. I don't. Have you? Do you really have a Sega? I reckon you are still on the Game Boy. I've got. Okay, I've got the Mega Drive collection on the PS3, and I've also got um, a. Of course, I would have this, a Game Boy emulator on my phone. It's great. Yeah, that is actually pretty cool. I will give you that. You're, yeah. You are without a doubt the biggest pacemaker to the old school that I've ever met in my entire life. So, uh, and, and, and I it's ironic. <laughs> you know, it is ironic, yeah. If you say it's ironic, then it's not as like, you know what I mean? You, you don't have to move on because you just go, I, I'm not really taking... Final Fantasy 6 or 7 seriously it's ironic I'm playing it ironically but God, all right, he's, he's playing it ironic it's cool I, I have this theory that the most ironic person in the world is Alex Turner from Arctic Monkeys I, I don't know why him but I just I feel like even when he does something that's completely indefensible like that speech he did at the Brits or whatever where for the mic, about, um, that yeah, one. that one yeah. where he was like, "That rock and roll, given the cyclical nature of the universe," and it's like, "Shut your fucking mouth!" Um, but everyone defending him is like, "Oh, he was being ironic, dude. It was a great speech. Come on, man. You know he didn't mean it." And it's like, I'm pretty sure he did mean it, though. Um, but anyway, he's he's like the only guy in the world. He he could wear a Nickelback T-shirt, and people would be like, "Yeah, this guy." I think. Gets I think. It. Um, 
I think that's what you get from hanging out with Josh Homme, who, yeah. who I love, by the way. But he's super like he's talking to you and the entire like I've seen him do interviews the entire I mean, that, and this is the point the entire time. I don't know if he's being serious or being sarky because he's so dry either way. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, would Josh give him the benefit of now and be like, of course, he's being ironic, like he's a fucking he's a god and that can't be denied. Um, Even when he's kicking women in the face. Not specifically then. I think that's kind of a that's a kind of a fall from from. But that, this is the problem, isn't it? You hold people up to a certain standard as if like he can do no wrong, and then he does wrong, and everyone just goes absolutely mad as if like he murdered someone on stage, like fucking in that Rolling Stones gig when the Hell's Angels just went fucking crazy. Yeah, yeah. I was. That's actually really weird because I was reading about that literally two days ago. <laughs> I, I never oh, yeah. never knew anything about that before, but two days ago I learned about it. So. I was, I am there. I get that reference, man. Yeah. Oh, you've arrived. <laughs> yeah. I actually, I meant to tell you, um, we're we're already in Tangent City and we haven't even left the dock yet. But um, I, I heard from an inside source, whom you can, whom I trust. Uh, I heard that Josh Army was um, unfairly done by that incident of the kicking thing, and. He had actually instructed the um, the people taking pictures and stuff that he didn't want the lights in his face or something like that. And uh, yeah. his intent was to kick the camera out of... He thought it was a guy. He thought it was a specific guy who uh, is like an outlier for him. Like a guy who kind of goes against his word from time to time. And uh, obviously it doesn't excuse it, but you know he kicked a woman in the face and it doesn't really get much worse than that in this political climate so um Kicked i don't know camera being held by a woman in the face yeah. like that's the perfect storm in, in 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 the world that we live in i guess I, i'm agnostic to it i don't really care that much about him like i do think he's I, like i think he's cool in the sense that he makes good music but i'm not like that big of a fan whereas you are a huge fan and i've only got one tattoo of him so yeah that's fair whatever yeah. <laughs> and as i said before this is for the listeners miguel has two skype accounts and each of them has a different queens of the stone age album cover as the picture so it doesn't there you go. doesn't get much better than that um so anyway it's like my default like i don't know what to put on and yeah. i'll usually search for like chill wave images which would be like a beach but it's been like made purple and the sea's been made like sort of salmon or pink color um, yeah, man, that vibe. I, I, I really want to articulate that vibe, the the chill wave thing, right? Like, I, I have um in in my hand right now this remote control. You hear me? You hear me fidgeting with mm -hmm. the remote control? This makes the lights in my room turn a different color. I can set it to purple if I want, blue, green. I all the colors are on there. You you know all the colors. Or I can make it fade. I know some stroke. of them. <laughs> yeah, but um. It's the, it's the chill wave vibe that I'm tapping into every time, and it's like I can't explain it to people. I don't know. Noel Gallagher's latest album has it as well. It's like a, just a psychedelic tint to everything. It's um, it's a bit of neon. It's a bit of that like Blade Runner, uh, Ghost in the Shell, like the anime version, like the films. It's um, it's this weird like it's the '80s, but this is what we think the future is. Yeah, that's kind it. of faded retro futurism. Yeah, um, I think Vice City does that quite well because you can actually switch that on and off um, in the game. So if you play the game as it is before you go to the options, you, you have like this sort of um, fadiness to it mm -hmm. where it's not blocky, but it's kind of um, – I'm trying to think of the best word. It's kind of sludgy the way that 
movement of the camera and all that. Um, I think that's the best way to describe it for me. It's like a bit neon, like it's bright colors, but they're not blinding, but they're, they are blinding if you stare at them too much. It's like a trip. It's like mm-hmm. a mind it trip, like a trip. As, yeah. as a visual concept. Um, because obviously then you've got the psychedelic and everyone knows what the psychedelic looks like. Um, that's again, that's a story for a different podcast. We should do a chill wave podcast, actually. That would be awesome. Yeah. Like I genuinely would love to just like smoke a joint and talk about what the fuck chill wave is as a concept. And then yeah. I would love to listen back to it as well. <laughs> and um, then go stare at that girl, um, doing her homework. Yeah. Uh, that's, the girl that's doing her homework. And, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's a reference to a very specific thing. But I think most people who listen to like, you know, lo-fi hip hop and like jazzy and chill wave sort of stuff, they'll know what it is. Yeah. It's a, it's like a radio station isn't it, on YouTube that's basically playing nonstop. Yeah, chill wave, chill, chill lo-fi hip hop beats and stuff. Um, here we're gonna do a plug for our, our wrestling podcast, right? <laughs> but check out this like little segue question I've I, I've I've set up to ask you. Hey, Miguel, I recognize your voice. Are you on any other podcast? Nope. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. I must be thinking of, of someone else. Uh, I front another podcast. I Ooh, co-front, I yeah. should mention. Um, you might know the other guy. Yeah, yeah. I suppose you have to listen to find out who he or she may be. He is a man that you have immense respect for. <laughs> immense. Um, immense gratitude and respect. Let's not forget the big two. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I'm in it, but could you tell me what it's called? <laughs> it's called WWP, and it's coming at you live on Mondays, and sometimes Tuesdays as well, and exactly. uh, sometimes not on Mondays, because we actually alternate between weeks, but when we have bonus content, it goes up there when we do a long episode about a WrestleMania or a Royal Rumble. That usually takes two episodes. We review uh, current pay-per-view events in the World Wrestling Federation, no, that's not what it's called anymore. Uh, but you can yeah, check yeah. our... World Championship Wrestling, I think it's called now. <laughs> <laughs> you can so. check our uh, fucking... Why can I only think of the word Evolution Chamber? What's the fucking thing called? Um, elimination. Elimination yes. Chamber. The Elimination Chamber, unless you are in Germany, where it will be called No Way Out. We'll be reviewing that on February... Whatever the day after, no, whatever the Tuesday after it, the pay per view happens is, so look out for that one as well. Um, other than that, is yeah, we have, we have plenty of stuff in there. Um, if you if you at all like, I mean, if there's any crossover between what we're going to talk about here and pro wrestling, um, I think there will because I think I've I've basically taken over your podcast in in the conspiracy corner sort of section. Yeah. Um, the comedic conspiracy corner, not the actual conspiracy well, you, but, you, but, but to be clear you do believe all of the conspiracy theories i will i will clear that up at the end of this episode i'll tell you how much i do believe Excellent. all of it but i suppose just how much i do like how deeply like how you know fully i am in yeah, yeah. committed to it um yeah so we did an episode on wrestling conspiracies what have we done we've done um okay so this is getting specific let's just say we did a bunch of shows about wrestling um but if you're a fan of me not fan of me that sounds weird if you're a fan of me hey if you're a fan of uh, if you're a fan of us if you're ready to listen to this um do give it a listen um we we started reviewing um our first sort of i don't know set of reviews our sort of arc of reviews features people like from back in the day like steve austin hulk hogan rick flair kevin nash um 
Chris Jericho, uh, Undertaker. So um, if you like Helms. a bit, Hurricane, of course. Um, too Hardy as well. Albert, Rakesh. Albert's in there. Al yeah. Snow. Um, Al Snow. Yeah. Jerry the King Lawler. And Goldust's JR. Golden Trash Can is in there too, so. Exactly. But if you'd like, you like a bit of nostalgia, we kind of tried to cover uh, recent, semi-recent nostalgia. Um, oh, I've let's, been told it's a good listen. Let's tell them what our upcoming one is going to be about. So in two weeks, uh, we're, we're, we're now done with the Jericho thing. There's uh, one WrestleMania episode left, and then uh, Jericho's Undisputed Championship reign is over, spoiler alert. Um, <laughs> then we're going to be doing the, uh, elimination, the Elimination Evolution Chamber. Uh, just call it no way out <laughs> no way out part yeah. two uh, and then we're moving on to a brand new uh, storyline arc where we're going to be looking having an in-depth look a revisit to daniel bryan's yes movement era of 2012 which is uh, a, a, like a fan favorite and a household uh, saga so um yeah tune in for that that will be coming up so you can go ahead and listen to us we're on youtube we're on every single podcast app that exists Definitely. And yeah, we're we're just you yeah, know. man. If you if you liked wrestling back in the day, um, and maybe you've fallen out in love with the product, you just grew up, whichever reason people get uh, had for giving up. Um, do give it a listen. I think people will enjoy it. Um, it's a little bit tangenty. So if you like tangents, if you like people, um, kind of bringing in a different type of comedy aspect to wrestling, I think they'll enjoy it. Yeah. Um, plug plug plug. Yeah, and the Daily Mail gave us a ten out of ten, so that's really good. They wouldn't lie. Yeah, no, they never lie. Yeah, they've they've never told a single lie. Um, also, J.K. Rowling said it was the best uh, wrestling podcast that she's ever listened to, and she's a, a known fan of the of, of the format. So um, of the biz, of the biz, yeah, <laughs> she's a known mark. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, she did, she did. She said it's the second best thing she's ever read. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, correct. The first being her own content, it's a bit egotistical, but you know, there that, you go. Yeah, that's J.K. Rowling. That's, that's not our problem. So yeah. we're here today to talk about the greatest conspiracy known. To, I'm not even going to use the word theory because that would discredit what we're about to talk about. Um, th- th- so so this is all fact-based, uh, hard-hitting stuff that is scary and believable um do you think that's a good sum- summary i think i think that's pretty good. <laughs> oh yeah absolutely <laughs> oh. who am i to argue <laughs> right we're gonna talk about rocks <laughs> uh, in georgia yeah rocks in georgia um which is in america not the country georgia uh, we yeah, have a separate episode one... about rocks in the country georgia that, that'll yeah. be coming up soon um that will be controversial i, I hear russians got dip, first dibs on rocks over there and content about rocks goes to them first that's true yeah we're still trying to iron out the kinks in our uh, agreement with vladimir putin but he's he's actually been pretty cool so far so hopefully yeah, we, we can work something out. For someone who kills journalists, he's taken this surprisingly well. Yeah, I mean, it know. helps that in my allegedly, allegedly, <laughs> in, in in my letter to him, I just use six adjectives, six positive adjectives in every single sentence referring to him. So, um, like that, that's a good thing. He likes that, you know. Yeah, mentioned that you like that picture of him shirtless riding the horse. Yeah, that's <laughs> that is. He the, really held his gut in for that. The, the <laughs> ultimate manly photograph that's ever existed yeah. so um uh, just a quick story on putin did you hear that story um i don't know if this is recent at all i only came across it recently though that he went deep sea diving and he found some fucking ornament 
that had been missing for like hundreds of years? No. <laughs> I I'm gonna guess he didn't find it, but you know apparently he did, and that's the kind of guy he is, and that's the kind of shit they use. And obviously we sit here laughing at it, but we're about to talk about some fucking stones and people thinking. Well, man, these could be... Actually, no, I'm not going to give it away. Whoa. These stones are amazing. Um, Yeah, so let's go right into it then, yeah? Okay, yeah, let's do it. Yeah, let's do it. Um, So they are called the Georgia Guidestones. If you don't know what that means, well, basically it's some guy... um, We'll go through the people, but I just want to give you an overall summarization. Um First of all, just a side note, you can go visit this. It's open 24 hours. The phone number, if you Google Georgia Guidestones, you can get the phone number to book, like, a viewing or to be told exactly where it is. I don't even know if there's an area that's protected because, as far as I'm aware, it's just it was built and it's there. But um, There's also reviews. Have you seen them? No. We should talk about those at the end, though. I want to see what the reviews are. Yeah. That's a good idea. So... Um, just just quick backstory on this on this rock stone whatever the fuck it is building area thing um so june 1979 a gentleman obviously using the fake name robert c christian hmm. went over to some granite company um and he said it was weird because he said he was on working on the behalf of a small group of loyal americans if someone again so if someone comes to me and says i'm working on behalf of a small group of loyal americans i'd probably be like Right? Why are you telling me this? What do you want? <laughs> that sounds like what I would say if I went to the fucking off license to buy cans for everyone in the office. Like, what are <laughs> you doing here? A loyal group I'm of friends. To, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm here representing a small group of loyal Irish people, and we would like to buy some Eastern European beer. Please <laughs> stop asking me questions. So he's like pointing at it, and you're just looking around. Oh, not that one. Trying to find the cheapest. Uh, oh, oh, yeah, that one sounds nice. Yeah, Where, that where's one the sounds... Tisky or whatever, however you pronounce that one? Yeah, it's it's the same fishiness that you'd have as well when, say, you are at home and you're home alone and you order takeaway from wherever. Maybe there's some sort of deal that you get shitloads of food for quite a small price, and you know the the, the dude comes at the door and you're trying to make it out as if there's loads of people around so he doesn't judge you. <laughs> Guys, guys, nah, guys, keep it down, keep it down. Oh, these guys are crazy. Yes, these four pizzas are for me, thank you. Let's close the door. (laughs) i tell you something that I used to do along those lines uh, when I was about 14, 15. You were probably party to this when when we were like on MSN or some shit. And uh, someone would like walk past the window and like if they looked in, they would just see me on the computer. And in my head, I was like, like, I was a fucking paranoid kid. I was like, what if this person is walking back from work and when they were walking to work they saw me sitting here at the computer and i'm still here so what i would do is i would turn around i'd usually be singing along with whatever music i had on i'd turn around sing along with the music and put an expression on my face that makes it look like i'm speaking to someone behind me like like you're reacting yeah like i'm just like well i'm just a guy sitting at a computer like there are other people in the room so this is perfectly sociable and normal uh this is a problem that the listeners won't understand because they were literally born the year I was doing this, so so they they don't get that it's really weird. Like yeah, there's a time period where like sitting, I guess, on a computer for age, especially when it was like, um, you could have it on the go, so it was like static to whatever you know. You usually like living rooms, like 
I, I seldom like seldom did people have like a computer like the house computer and their own personal one. Um, usually it'll be like one computer in the house and you hope that it's free when it is and you hog it as much as you can. Um, I I used to get that feeling though. Um, it's it's those weird like again it's those like little um trap things that I think everyone has probably experienced at some point. Like I've had the one where say I'm walking down the street. I love and this one. I know what you're gonna say. You know, I have I said this one before? Not on, on the podcast, on no. Okay. Now, <laughs> now I'll be walking down the street, and I'm not supposed to be going where I already am, so I've already made a mistake. <laughs> but instead of stopping, doing a 180, and just walking back in a different direction, I'll like pretend to look at my phone, pretend to grab my keys, maybe pretend to like um, try. I'll put my light. Sometimes I put my lighter on really low as well, and um, light and be like. Oh. It's not working. I better walk in a completely different direction then. <laughs> no, the like, best one is when you look at your watch. Look at the watch. Ah, <laughs> that was the same building up to it. Shit, it's time to walk over there instead of just stopping turning. It's like, oh man, what is the time? Oh, I better walk back where I came from. There's, there's um, there is another element of that too. When someone you get off the bus, everyone gets off the bus at the same fucking stop, and you're all walking at different paces, and you're trying to figure out like, right, what pace is everyone here walking at, so I can fit my pace around not walking next to someone, because that's fucking weird. When you're walking next to someone, but you don't know the person, I fucking hate that. Same. So like, I'll, I'll try, try and overtake. Yeah, yeah. Or 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 if they're Fall walking back. like slightly too fast, you take your phone out, you stand still, you kind of. Hold your face up to the phone as if this is really important information that yeah. you need to look at straight away. And then when everyone has walked past, you put your phone back in and then, then you walk at your pace. You, you ah, no. It's in control. Ah, no messages again. <laughs> there's, there's this person. The upside is she'll never listen to this, so it's not really like. It, uh, uh, no, I'm not going to name her, obviously, but. Um, you hear that, Jessica? Goes, Fuck you. Yeah, you hear that. Uh, Juanita or Laquisha now, checking. Um, no, she she goes. To, she, she used to go to the same gym as I do. I don't think she goes anymore because I haven't seen her in a while. But we both it's the same kind of concept. We both get off the bus and yeah, you kind of scope out. It's like if I got off the bus in front of her, I'm fucking speeding. Mm-hmm. She got off first. It's like yeah, let me just see which song I want to walk for the next two minutes. <laughs> um, and you go to the gym and then there's like there's like two flights of stairs, and uh, um. I used to properly slow down there because then you have to go up and you have to type the code and then you go in the building and then you're actually at the gym. But like I always slowed the fuck down because I was always like, you know, you know, she's this person's fine to talk to at work, but you realize that work talk and outside talk are completely different concepts. So the other thing we would talk about at work would be, are you going to the gym? <laughs> But if you're on your way, are you going to the gym? I'm literally <laughs> no, here. No, on your way to the gym, you say, you going to work tomorrow? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's quite clever, actually. I wouldn't be able to think of that. Or look at the clock, look at my look at my watch and go, oh, shouldn't be at the gym. Yeah. I should be somewhere else and just walk away. Um. So, again, anyways, back to old Robert, um, a.k.a. Robert Mugabe. No, I'm joking. Um, actually, Robert yeah, Christian. Robert yeah, Robert C. Mugabe. Let's um, uh, let's just do a real quick test to find out if the, if uh, we can make some kind of extra thing. Uh, so his name is what Robert Christian. Yeah. But there's also Robert a C. C. Robert C. Christian. That that makes it a bit. Uh, do, you know, do you know what the C stands for? Christian. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Cunt. 
That's what it stands for. Oh, dude, I, I just found out something fucking awesome. If you Google the word anagram, it comes up and says, did you mean nag at ram? That's hilarious. Um, I mean, that is that is a joke within a joke. Yeah, that's exactly what that is. Right, so let's see. Robert C. Christian. Let's find out if there is an anagram pertinent to some kind of conspiratorial element in the... This is, I, I, I've had to continue talking here because the thing is still searching <laughs> while I'm talking. Um, I just saw a website that said he was potentially two people. Yeah, Al Bielik. There you go. <laughs> Someone else. He was Al Bielik, and uh, what was like his other name? He had like another name, didn't he? You'd be doing well now to remember that. Yeah, probably just go and listen to that episode if you want to know anything about Al Bielik. That was one of the fucking funniest episodes, to be honest. <laughs> I really enjoyed that. But uh, yeah, so this anagram thing isn't giving me anything, so fuck it. Um, anyway, Robert C. Christian. You can just call him R double C, because I can't be asked to be saying his full name. R C C in the yeah. place to be. You coming with me if you anyway, continue. Yo, you're dealing with the X Factor. <laughs> um Yeah, so um he says, Yeah, I'm coming here on behalf of a small group of loyal Americans and uh he had the money, so he commissioned the statue. Um He walked into a statue shop one day. He's <laughs> like One statue, please. <laughs> one loyal statue, please. <laughs> Um, so he, the idea there, they probably he was passing the message would be, there would be like a calendar, a clock, a compass, um, and it should be strong enough to like withstand proper catastrophic events. Mm. So Joe, F- uh, Fendley, Fendley, um, who worked at the granite shop, I don't know, company, I guess they're a company. Um, the granite shop. He's known to have called him a nut. And try to discourage him by giving him like a massively, like much inflated, high inflated quote. Be like, normally say it costs 25 grand, probably wouldn't, but let's just say that number because I don't know what the numbers are. But he's like, oh yeah, of course, yeah, what, uh, a rock with mad stuff on it? Yeah, that's going to cost you like 300 million. He's like, loyalty, Americans, here's your money. Let's do this. Um, yeah. So Christian at this point explained that he had been planning the guy. They've been planning the guidestones for about 20 years. So 1959, there's an idea, the stones, stones. So um, yeah, that's kind of the backstory. Um, so they bought, he bought the land for some farmer, um, built the guidestones. Uh, what is interesting about this particular situation was that he had some inscriptions written. Um, in eight different languages, and he had sort of ten. I don't, know, they, I don't know if they're commandments or sort of like just sort of guides. I don't know. Um, do, do you want to go through these? The the guy. I I say before we do that, I just want to uh-huh. talk a little bit more about the structure. It it looks like if anyone did uh, Irish history, it looks a little bit like a portal dolmen, uh, and if anyone did English history, it looks a little bit like Stonehenge, and it's actually been referred to as the American Stonehenge, which is ridiculous for a number of reasons. Um, It's it's, it's a bunch of rocks that are rectangular, and... They're like slabs, aren't they? They're slabs, yeah, and and each of them is facing in a different direction, but it's not northwest, southeast, it's more like northwest... North, 
northeast. No, nah, I don't know what it fucking is. They're, they're all facing out in different directions, all right, you motherfuckers? It's like pillar um, in the middle, yeah. slab on top, and then four slabs facing sort of semi-sideways. So if you're looking at them at an angle from the front, obviously you'd be able to still see everything, but they're kind of, I don't know how, yeah, yeah, they're there. Um, maybe put a picture up at this point, like a two-second picture, like, um, what's that called? Um, they do in films, I used to do in films, That's... where they'll flash a picture for like one second. Oh, I've done, um, I've, I've done that before. Subliminal. I've, yeah. I've, I've done that before with, uh, I, I did this FIFA series, and my name on there is Illuminati, because that's what I refer to my fans collectively as, is the Illuminati, and um, I was I was typing that in on the screen to name my team, uh, and then I flashed up this really, really quick thing of the Illuminati eye, and uh, <laughs> I got some comments accusing me of being a Satanist, so there you go, um, but yeah, so uh, Stonehenge itself is a big load of shite. I really don't get why people think it's so good. It's just a bunch of rocks placed on top of each other. If you want to see a really cool thing, come to Ireland and go to Newgrange because that's actually good and not just a bunch of rocks that people pretend are good. Um, <laughs> just... People pretend it up. I think they buy it. That's yeah. Okay. I, I, Stonehenge is like the Olympics. It's just this thing that everyone just gets together and pretends is good, but it's actually not. Um, yeah, it's it's <laughs> it's far more interesting in concept than it is in um, display. Because yeah. yeah, if you do go up there, um, it, I always get this with these sort of things. Like you know, say if you climb a mountain and you get all these like rush of feelings. I always think that I wouldn't. Like I'm, my brain's very literal. Like what are you looking at? Like what are you seeing here? Yeah. Like I I wouldn't get like all ethereal and being like oh imagine a hundred thousand years ago what they were going through. Listen, if I go to Egypt and see the fucking, the pyramids, I'd be like, this is incredible. It's huge. It clearly took a lot of manpower. It's right across or, the road from a Burger King, by the way. Not really that impressive. Or dinosaur power. <laughs> the Burger King, is, is that in the pyramids? It's inside well. the pyramid, yeah. It's ridiculous. Um, yeah, it's cheeky as well. Um, But yeah, like, I think I'd be more overwhelmed because of its size and grandeur and sort of like, um, you know, you can get by the way apparently you can get a cab from like your hotel straight there because everyone who ever goes to egypt will just go and see them but um i i i'm very much like i really don't give a shit about any of these things and i know that i should and i know that they're great and they represent this wonder and awe and it's fantastic but like i like so right i am now on the stonehenge wikipedia page right and there's a picture of stone and interestingly it says stonehenge in 2007 as if i'm supposed to look at it in the present day and go ah it's aged well um but yeah what so, about in 2005 how do you look that <laughs> that's that's the question but i've just enlarged the photo and i'm looking at it and to be honest i highly fucking doubt that being there feels any different than looking at this photograph of Stonehenge. Uh, willing yeah, like to, the thoughts uh, that you'd have. And you have to pay a lot to go there, don't you? Yeah, probably. I don't know. Like, just fucking Google it, folks. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I just, I, I really have, like, no wonder in, inside me. Everything that I think is like, yeah, well, we're all just a bunch of nothing in the middle of space. Yeah, man. <laughs> Deal with until it. You, until you go to Amsterdam. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly, yeah. Because they've got a big phallic symbol there, and uh, after a few trips to the cafe, you do think, like, that must be fucking gigantic. But then you just look up and you realize it isn't. And then you move on, and then you do a podcast, and then you say that out loud, and you realize how normal it sounds. There um, you have it. But yeah, um, it's it's not so much the, 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 the built of this thing that's... I mean, it, it is 
probably a little bit more interesting to look at than the Stonehenge from a information perspective because mm-hmm. we know who did it. We know well, technically who did it. Um, we know that they had the plans a long time coming. We know that they wrote specific messages um, that and, – and the weird thing is they wrote – as I said, so um, we've got ten guidelines or kind of principles. Well, I guess if it's called the Georgia Guidestones, we're going to call them guidelines or just general advice. I don't know. Maybe maybe this, this is before like those um, – you know like those really generic fucking Instagram posts people do. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know, with the background, and people take the Miggy out of it because they'll have like you just said boys. Miggy, the Mickey. <laughs> you said Miggy. You said your own name. I say Miggy. Yeah. What? What? People take the Miguel. Um. Yeah. People rip the dick out. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. You know the ones that would be like, you know, a, a lesson learned. I'm making this up, but it'd be like, oh, a lesson learned is a lesson learned. But it'll be like. Behind some, you know, over some sort of hail, and you'll be like, "Whoa!" And it's not that deep. Maybe that's what they wanted to do, but they didn't have Instagram. That's what I have. I have that kind of vibe going on my Instagram too, and I think it's it's like honestly with me, it's like a combination of of this is a cool photo. I'm gonna give it a cool caption, and also people who do this are fucking dicks. Like I'm like self deprecating while I'm doing it. Like, um, are you being ironic? (laughs) <laughs> are you in the arctic monkeys as well <laughs> perhaps vampires no yeah no whatever yeah i, I but i know you mean you, you you yeah you would um and i think that's kind of the bit where i fall out out of is is the bit where like i'll be looking at something and you have this sort of most people don't maybe they do that i don't know but you have this sort of dual thing going on that one time and, and, and the first time in your head, you're like, wow, this is amazing. The second time, like, should I be feeling something much grand, you know, bigger than me? And you know, should it take over me? And I should just be like, look around and like look a complete stranger and just drop like the deepest quote on him and be like, be one with nature. Otherwise, nature will punish you and just walk away. And people go, who who is this man? <laughs> yeah. Why was he talking to me? And oh, I better write that down. And, you know, be you know, they put on the quote and say unknown. But, yeah, they have um, – they have the Georgia Guidestones in eight languages. Um, they have it in English, Spanish, Swahili, Hindi, Hebrew, Arabic, Chinese, and Russian. And one other thing, I was—I uh, I watched like a very brief. Uh, no, I fucking didn't. I was looking at pictures of this these fucking stones earlier, and uh, there's a part that has in ancient Greek and in Babylonian as well. I think so. I don't think it's just those eight languages. I think there's other languages too. Oh, okay, that. That's interesting. Yeah. Um, so they were specifically going for super popular languages um, and kind of ones that cover all terrains of, of the earth, basically. Mm-hmm. Asia, Europe, the Americas. So the, the you know every and the other ones, <laughs> Africa, <laughs> and the other couple of whatever. Um, yeah, basically the, the whole world's covered here. So um, yeah, even even if you put you know fucking latin as well and all this so it, it's covered you you could be from anywhere on earth and one of them you'd understand what's said so um yeah so let's go through these and kind of analyze them mm-hmm. i'm using marks here um so the first one is maintain humanity under 500 million in perpetual balance with nature yeah why <laughs> okay 
first thing that jumps out at me here is that this is not a fucking proper grammatical sentence. Um, maintain humanity under 500 million what? Books? Dinosaurs? Legs. Legs. So it's half of the people. <laughs> so we need, to have, people. we need to have a quarter of a, a quarter of 250 <laughs> yeah. million quarter of a billion in, in perpetual well, balance with nature um yeah it depends if all those people have legs some people have one leg that's so. true on, on average there are more people in the world with one leg than there are with two there's a fact on average yeah it's, it's, it's some flaw in the average statistic i think i forget I, I i was taught this in school uh in maths and i don't remember it but it's some it's obviously not true but it's statistically true because of the law of averages being stupid or some shit i don't know so um, I should mention at this point that in 1959, when they, I suppose, came up with a concept, at the time there were 2 billion, 900 million, and I'm not going to go into the actual exact number. Um, let's just say there's almost <laughs> – there was almost 3 billion people on Earth at that point, right? Yeah. That's 1959. 1979, there was 17 people. No, I'm joking. There was um, almost 4.5 billion people on Earth. So, bullshit. You've mm. already gone way past that. So, um, let's just see something real quick that just came to. At which point was there 500 million people on Earth? <laughs> you have some very, very specific Googling skills. At which point was there? I would just. It's Google. funny because that just came up with the Georgia Guidestones. <laughs> so, so it, it seems that at no point, because literally comes up um, no. with the same websites I just went on. So. I'm gonna I'm gonna teach you how to Google things. All right, world population by year. That's uh, what I did for the other one, but I'm gonna teach. <laughs> no, you you asked Google a question. You went like. Dear Google, at which point? Anyway, at which um, point, motherfucker, did in um, the year eighteen oh four there was one billion in the world? So if we half that, go to the year nine oh two, then it's probably just kidding. I know yeah. that's not how it works. Um, but anyway, yeah, so you're looking at like the fucking I don't know fifteenth century potentially for half yeah. half a billion. So we're going quite far back for that to be in perpetual balance with nature now. The problem with this, I suppose, is that it's meant to be obviously vague, and you're right, 500,000 what, like, obviously humanity, but... Well, let, you know, let, let me play that well, advocate, hum- right? So, it, it says maintain humanity under this number, and that's that's ridiculous, right? Because obviously we've, we've got it way above that now, and it's fine, right? But it says in perpetual balance with nature, right? So, at what cost are we maintaining... Are, are, are actually not maintaining any number at all, right? Because the amount of animals, the amount of species that have gone extinct, um, there's like worldwide drought, there's, you know, flooding, there's global warming. Uh, and yeah. by that I mean like man-made uh, fucking greenhouse gas effect and all that shit. So yeah. um, by, by not adhering to this rule, we have certainly damaged the world, so... So is is this arguably what they're trying to get across? Is this the tipping point where nature can no longer sustain humanity naturally? Nature naturally? Wait, see what I did there? Um, is it a case that, okay, after this, it's, someone's going to be losing out because there's not enough for everybody? I don't know. Yeah, um, well, it says the Guidestones are supposed to usher in an age of reason. 
which is very, very vague. Like, I would argue mm. we probably live in the closest thing we have had to an age of reason. Um, yeah. So, what, I mean, what is the, what reason are you, what kind of, what tint do you want to this reason? It's, uh, it's all very vague and strange and... Exactly. And you can't go back. <clears throat> like, you cannot, unless some cataclyst, 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 whatever, some... <laughs> I can't even. I never can say that word. Cataclysmic. Cataclysmic. Thank you. Um. Yeah. Unless it's something like <laughs> huge, <laughs> um, that happens on the planet, like legitimately something that <clears throat> would destroy the hemisphere or whatever, um, a side of the globe. You could never go back to that number of people. There's one billion people in India alone. Yeah. So there you go. So you're um, saying we should start with the Indians? <laughs> yes. Yeah. One at a damn time. Um. So big red line into that one. Brackets. Fuck off. Hmm. Um. Or what do you mean? And hopefully, maybe we'll, maybe we'll get um old RCC on it and get him to give his views on this. Mm-hmm. Um. So the second uh, guideline says guide reproduction wisely, improving fitness and diversity. So work out. Be diverse. I would Have say sex. the word the word fitness here. I'm, I'm, so every time you read these out, I'm going to play devil's advocate and defend the age Go of reason, it. RCC. Um, fitness here uh, uh, applies to the survival of the fittest, the the Darwinian um, evolutionary uh, outlook. And by the fit- best genes, yeah, by fitness yeah, it means yeah. the, the things that suit the best. Um, mm-hmm. And and diversity means the best from everything, so that we're taking a little bit of everything and we're using that to we're we're taking the most reasonable aspects of each thing and we're going to use that to. Oh shit, yo! I just learned that. Yeah, so it's actually feeding off the the five hundred million thing. So what yeah. it's saying is that we want five hundred million people. Um, and when it the comes cleverest. to yeah, the cleverest. So when it comes to reproduction, we're gonna yeah. get the the best minds gonna make them fuck <laughs> yeah and uh and yeah they're gonna come from everywhere i mean it, it, it is true right people born out of diversity um they fare like really well i mean this is a an, an outlandish example right but trish stratus mm-hmm. greek greek father polish mother like probably the most beautiful woman that has ever existed and that wouldn't yeah. happen without that kind of crossover so um, so th- yeah, that's that's no, that's that's a good idea actually to piggyback from. So you're basically yeah, basically saying the best, the best, five hundred million. Um, make sure you don't get any old jabronis, you know, people off Jeremy Kyle. They can fuck off. Mm-hmm. Um, make sure you get people that aren't on Jeremy Kyle. <laughs> the rest of us. This is gonna sound um, like an argument for eugenics by the time we're done. With Jeremy Kyle. <laughs> 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 that Jeremy Kyle is amateur eugenics, and you don't even know it. Um, yeah, so. Get the best of the best, which, by the way, isn't always the way it works out because you can have people from, you know, fucked up backgrounds and and sort of you you can surpass the intelligence of your family. And you can have athletes who were born of people with with, you know, um, health problems. Yeah. So there's always always exceptions to the rule. and There should be, thankfully. Yeah. So so this this is actually yeah, this is this is taking on like this uh, weird, like uh, libertarian worldview that everyone starts on an even playing field. And therefore, people who are failing is because of their own failures rather than socioeconomic issues and things like that. Yeah. uh, Yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of saying um, if there's only 500 uh, 500 million people, 
um, then out of that, the, the, obviously to make it this far already, you're one of the best. So be diverse, go traveling, go, you know, have have you know intelligence, be sharp, uh, fit, you know, what be Trish Stratus. That's mm. what the second one says to me. Yeah. Um, if you don't know who Trish Stratus is, Google her, and you can thank us later. Um, <laughs> Wait, that's not creepy. You, I can, just you can thank us in ten to fifteen minutes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Go away upstairs. No, no, I'm kidding. Um so yeah, again, it's not the worst message you can put out because it's not saying attack people, kill people. It's just saying like, you know, be diverse. But the problem with it is, as you're saying, it's that libertarian view of like, yeah, but everything's even. Mm. So if you don't achieve, it's, you should fuck off and be killed and just you're not part of the the half the half a billion special people um so number three is unite hum- you hum- uh, unite humanity with a living new language mm. probably not best if you're going to write in all those other languages then <laughs> unless you're saying that one of them should be a living new language um i th- i think that um now more than ever language is probably i mean to the, the advent of the internet a lot of people who don't speak there's a lot more people who speak more than one language now than ever yeah that's that's safe to say um so you can't really unite humanity and they're a living new language like that's above all these other ones um again it will take something horrendous happening to the planet where we don't have any knowledge of what we used to speak like well uh, i actually have a counterpoint uh, to that um go there's there's two things of interest one is that um they i say they <laughs> referring to the oh, f- marks. fictitious puppet masters ruling the world um they tried to invent a new language that everyone would learn as their second language and therefore everyone in the world would be able to communicate using this second language i forget the name of it uh, i think william shatner was like a major spokesperson for this language he wanted everyone to learn it uh, I, again, forget what it's called, but if you Google William Shatner's second language, I'm sure it's mm. going to come up fairly handily. Um, and two, this is a controversial point I'm about to make, but I actually think language is on the way out uh, speaking in a kind of futuristic context. I think if you fast forward humanity, if we make it to about 2,000 years from now, maybe even 1,000, maybe even 600 years, I don't know. But language isn't going to exist anymore people are going to communicate by um basically you'll have emojis some... yeah pretty much <laughs> well, if, I, if i could anthropomorphize whatever that word is um yeah. and and relate it to now because we're not going to look like we look now in a thousand years no way um no. but we communicate way more so with devices now uh, we use WhatsApp, we use all these things, we use Twitter. Um, you don't, because you're a strange man still living in the... Even the fucking way you Googled a thing earlier speaks to your la- language prowess that I don't have. I'm constantly trying to take shortcuts with my language. I used to be a very articulate young man, and now I'm just a semi-articulate young man. No, now I'm just a semi- semi-articulate Quarter. man. Quarter. Can't even call myself young anymore. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I think language in general is on the way out and people will be communicating by electronic frequencies in their brains uh, in the future so it would make sense to go like that as technology yeah. advances you don't need like uh and also as well with with quicker um kind of back and forth 
speaking wise and thinking wise and all that and, and messaging wise, like you don't use a lot of different words because you want to get your point across as quickly as you can. So you have a very narrow set of words that you almost use because that's like you can get your point across that way. You don't have to, to elongate or, or just be like, oh, I'm going to use a, a word that, oh, yeah, uh, how was your Monday? Oh, man, it was astronomically bad. <laughs> yeah. You just be like, no, nah, it was a bit shit. And you still make the same point for either one. And people are like, astronomically bad? That sounds horrific. <laughs> how was your yeah. Monday? It was cataclysmic. Yeah. The earth was conspiring against me. It was one more ugly joke in a kingdom of millions, I tell you. All these conglomerates <laughs> coming at me, man. Oh, the I photosynthesis. Like uh. Yeah, and I just yeah. So so um yeah. Obviously, I do think that it's now more quite narrow. I'd say these days. Mm. Um, so maybe we will speak a new language, but it won't be like it's written like unite humanity with a living new language. Listen, it ain't gonna be language that you unites humanity. Nah, it's, ne- it's gonna... ne- necessity drives humanity. I predict if we do yeah. all learn one language, it would be so that we can hurl insults at each other and know that the other person understands what you're saying. Straight away. Yeah. And be like, yeah, that that guy called me a glib. That means I'm a fucking idiot. And be like, yeah, you are. Um, yeah. So um, for that one, I suppose if they said hashtag woke, I'd be I'd be like. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. Unite humanity. Hashtag woke. <laughs> um, so next one, number four says rule passion. Rule passion should be rule with passion. Surely, um, they shouldn't rule with passion. Holy shit, that would be the horniest man alive gets to rule. <laughs> um, I... So rule passion, faith, tradition, all things with tempered reason. Okay, so you rule those things with tempered reason. I, Sorry, yeah, I, I, I think it's, it's it's rule is in like command your inner. Like it's, yeah. it's saying like don't don't succumb to your emotions. Be above response. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, it's yeah. Be, this this ultimately is the um, the thesis. It, this is the age of reason that they're talking about. Is when people do things without passion. It's like it, it fucking. I'm I'm having this argument with people all the time. People are saying this um this this guy who shot up the school in Florida. So there's a photo of his lawyer defending him. And she's mm-hmm. got her arm around him, and people are like, "She's she's scum for doing that. She doesn't need to put her fucking arm around him. He's scum. She doesn't need to." And it's like, "All right, you are letting your emotions get the better of you here. Like, let's just zoom out a little bit and look at the fact that if she is biased against him, that is a damning indictment on the fucking process of law." And, and she'll never get another job. Yeah, exactly. It's her fucking job to defend. Yeah. So um, if you just uh, preserve your empathy over your outrage and uh, constantly try to look at things from a reasonable perspective, uh, it's I don't know. It's it's about maintaining rationality, I guess. Yeah, it's the same thing as um, if you're a doctor and um, a terrorist comes into your treatment table, you have to treat them just like the same as you would anyone else who had the same interests as that person may or may not have so you can't just be like well let him fucking die yeah but he's got information and we get to put him in no 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 i say he dies because um my passion yeah (laughs) yeah, exactly that's exactly (laughs) so um yeah that that seems reasonable i guess that doesn't seem tempered reason you know that's Tempered reason sounds like a Buddhist thing that could say that and be like, yeah, deal with all the situations with tempered reason, you know? 
Um, don't let the other, especially faith, faith, sorry, get in the way of these decisions. Fine. Cool. Um, yeah, that's, I, that one so far is probably the one I'm more like, uh, again, this is in context out of the 10. This isn't like number five, like properly feeds into it too. It's another one that's like, yep, good spin off. Yeah. Protect people and nations with fair laws and just courts. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, you can't. I mean, unless it's the, <laughs> the 500,000 people and 500 million people and everyone else gets fucked, but I'm guessing it is everyone at that point, but there you go. Um, number six, let all nations rule internally, resolving external disputes in a world court. Yeah? Sure. Are, are, are we against that now? or yeah, International human rights, um, things like yeah. that. Yeah. War crimes, yeah. things of that nature. Exactly. Um <clears throat> again is is this political at all it doesn't sound political to me it sounds more um almost like religious yeah it does it sounds like, ide- uh, it sounds idealistic and ideological well no yeah. sorry not not exactly ideological but um yeah no idealistic was the word i should have just left it there yeah and arrogant cuz who the fuck are these people to tell what the world should be ruled by yeah. But I suppose if you are going to say, how should the world, you know, if, if I go to well, give me 10 things that you should rule the world with, like fairness and a world court would make sense, of course. Nah, nah let's assume, with let's power assume, and greed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's just assume that it, it, this goes with number four. So it's with tempered reason. It's not corrupt. Mm-hmm. Um, avoid petty laws and useless officials like umpires. Probably is what they meant there, right? <laughs> the fucking fourth guy standing <laughs> behind the goal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the fourth linesman. That's what they're talking about. Uh, yeah. um, I, as you know, I was actually going to say, um, what are the people that rescue people from the beach? I, I keep thinking lifeguards. of Baywatch. <laughs> yeah, lifeguards, yeah. Um, isn't that weird, though, that your whole job is depending on people drowning? So do you reckon they secretly hope people drown? Just saying. I mean, um, the only time I ever encountered a lifeguard was when I was, like, fucking six years old and I got sand in my eye. And the lifeguards were like, all right, let's get them, boys. That's what I mean. It's like, I really hope that little boy drowns. Not yeah, yeah. to his death, just to the point where I can swim in, save him, and I can actually officially say that my training was worth it. Yeah. Um, so, again, petty laws... And useless officials. This sounds like a dig at the corporate world. Yeah, it totally does. Yeah. Could could these this group of people be, you know, just sort of pseudo anarchists or sort of um, intellectual thinkers? I would say they're not intellectual at all. But I will <laughs> do a I will do a post inscription rant. <laughs> yeah, post match analysis. Yeah, yeah, fucking post mortem. Um, yeah, postmortem analysis. Um, so avoid petty laws and useless officials. So number eight is balance personal rights with social duties. Yeah, I okay. mean uh, this one di- literally yeah. directly contradicts number one. But uh, okay, <laughs> we will. Your social duty is to reduce the amount of people here. Yeah, that's <laughs> five hundred million, and your personal right is the fact that you get to do that. That's, I, 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 
Yeah, fucking, that's, yeah. So, um, again, yeah, it's kind of contradictory there. Um, number nine, prize, truth, beauty, and love, seeking harmony with the infinite, as Jeff Hardy would say. Um, I, I wouldn't have a problem with prize and truth, beauty, and love, and seek harmony with the, with the infinite. I just, I, I, do you think this is a bit idealistic at this point? What, what the fuck does it mean? What the fuck is seeking harmony with the infinite? Like, what is that? I guess it's connecting with the, the consciousness. That's what I'm guessing. Where, or is the infinite a god? But then it then it has a go at not letting religion be... T- this is what I mean. So you prize truth, beauty, and love, but you always have tempered reason. But love, by its very definition, is an inchemical... It's a chemical imbalance in your brain. Yeah. Um, you start... I mean, if you have a crush on someone, you see things that aren't really there. So if someone... Um, if, if you have a question on someone, whether it's someone you see at the bus every day or someone you work with or a friend or, you know, whichever aspect of, of your life, you know that a crush apparently, you know, and it's, and it's if you don't do anything, if nothing happens, it, it usually lasts about six to eight weeks. But, you know, six to eight weeks, you are literally seeing that person as like the most amazing person. The way you, they'll walk around, you'll be like, man, that person just walks around. They're fucking amazing. Look at the way they just move their hands when they speak. That's fucking amazing. Look at the way they look up and down when they're trying to think of something. That's fucking amazing. Where it's just like, that's just the norm. So if you're going to add tempered reason to love, then you basically wouldn't be able to legitimately fall in love because you almost are allowing yourself to be taken over by this chemical imbalance. Whether you're aware of it or not, it's a different story. Um, But, you know, it's... Listen, if you're in love with someone... You know realistically that out of the seven point whatever billion people there are in the world, that that person realistically, if we're really honest, isn't the one. Because what are the odds of them living down the road from you and getting <laughs> living in the same city or well, in the same country as you? Well, if humanity is under 500 million, the odds are a lot better. <laughs> That's what I mean. So maybe they're arguing that from the top one and saying, yeah, if there's 500 million – probably easier to find the one but yeah, maybe they do the kind one... of they do tend to feed into each other too so that that could be that could be a good uh analysis but it's, it would, i think it'd be difficult to be in love and prizing beauty which that that should probably mean inner beauty i guess because if it's outer beauty then you're just fucking you're just like everybody else now <laughs> i wish it i wish it expanded on what the infinite like are they just talking about like just the great beyond, just that thing that we all like the ether, like just mm. you know the thing that we all acknowledge we will be part of someday, but can't quite reconcile that with our current mm. like worldview and situation and things like that. Um, and then I, I mean I don't know. It's yeah. Is it is it inward or outward basically? Yeah. Is it time or is it uh, thought? Uh. Again, that one, I think that if that, yeah, like you said, if it was further explained and, and what everything actually meant, um, is it love between humanity? Is it beauty in, in, in everything and everyone? Is it truth in, cause by the way, truth can be pretty damaging as well. Mm, definitely. Uh, I, don't if, I don't know if you've seen that film, The Invention of Lying with Ricky Gervais. Uh, mm, nah. <laughs> <laughs> when a name's got reaction out of a man. Um, <laughs> It's a conceptually, it's quite an interesting film. So the world is exactly the same, but people don't lie. So he goes on a date with a girl, 
and this is right at the beginning. And um, spoiler alert, by the way, if you haven't seen a film from 2009. And by the way, I've seen a film from 2009. Yeah, that's the weirdest thing. (laughs) Get with it. Um, But yes, the concept is you just don't lie. So she, he goes on a date with this girl, and she goes, well, I think you're a bit fat and a bit ugly. And he's like, okay, that's perfectly fine. I thought you were great, but um, since you don't like me, I have to be honest. You can fuck off because I don't like you either. Let's just, just that. Yeah, that, yeah. The world's everything. And then he basically um, – because you know he's a big atheist, obviously. He's, he's, he's one of the – probably the, one of the most famous atheists, him and um, – Oh, what's the other guy's name? Dawkins. I, yeah, 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 yeah. Gervais is absolutely the most annoying atheist in the world. Like, mm. he's definitely a guy who thinks he's a lot cleverer than he is because he's an atheist. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, fucking... Which, which, by the way, I suppose you would be if you're basically saying, I don't buy any of that that you people do, but you don't have to be... I mean, I like Ricky Gervais. I actually think he's awesome. But yeah, I think that that is kind of dual because I think um, a lot of people keep asking him about it now. Well, so every 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 fucking tweet he makes is like, "Oh, God isn't real." It's like, dude, are you fucking sixteen or what? And then he's like, yeah. "Oh, are you offended? I don't care if you're offended." Like, oh, God, fucking that, wind it that's, in. That's pal. the stick. Yeah, that's the stick that he's he's going with. But um, yeah, so in the film. He basically is quite funny. He lies about his dying, I think it's had his grandmother or his mother. Um, and he actually, in the film, creates the idea of God. Because she's dying and everyone's like, oh my God, what she, what's she seeing? What's she thinking? And he has this sort of pause and he's like, she's seeing a light and she's being welcomed by a man with white hair and, you know, the traditional image of what God looks like. Yeah. Everyone's like, oh, that's amazing, blah, blah. Um, so it wouldn't be, my point is, I guess it wouldn't be raw truth. It would be just, um, honesty. Like, I suppose you, you should, you should say prize honesty, beauty and everything. And, um, you know, love, positive vibes and seek harmony with nature. But again, next one does mention nature. So, um, yeah, I, I don't get that one. Yeah, I don't get that either. But, um, let's go to that one actually. So number 10, final one, be not a cancer on the earth. Leave room for nature. Leave room for nature. So I said it twice. I'm not yeah. just re- redoing the take of saying that. But um, what do you make of that then? <sighs> <laughs> hey, it, can you just leave some room for nature? God. The, uh, be not a cancer on the earth. Leave room for nature. Like so, th- this whole thing is obviously written with that in mind. This whole group of of uh, fucking guides guides. Um, the idea is humans don't own the earth. Let's be humble. Let's share it with our fellow species and seek truth and rule by reason and all that. And like that's great, but like why the fuck have you written it on a thing and put it up in a hill in Georgia? And yeah, what what's your point? Yeah, it's very odd. And also, it says, like, you know, this fucking RCC cunt was like, uh, it's uh, for a group of uh, really patriotic and loyal Americans. And uh, none of these things have anything to do with America. Patriarchy and Americanism. American philosophy or anything like that. It's it's really, really weird. Um, Like, this fucking thing is 20 feet in the air. Um, I don't know. I I think that this is some guy 
uh, who has lots of money for whatever reason. Um, why did people have money in the 50s? I don't know. He built the railroads, maybe, uh, or like he invented the people talking really fast in movies in black and white or something. I don't know, whatever people did in the past. And he read a book by like some pseudo-intellectual. He, he read like the fucking secret, whatever the secret was in 1959. And he was like, that's it. I know. Yeah, PUA, how... PUA guide to the world. Yeah. Player's guide. Yeah, yeah. The, 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 the shorthand guide to how the planet should be. Yeah, um, and then he was like, all right, so I have figured it all out. And uh, I'm going to tell people how to do it. And, and I also think there's, like, this other, like, self-aggrandizing dickwave aspect of uh, building a huge thing and having it be deliberately mysterious just so that fucking cunts like us make a podcast about it. Yeah. Because so, I, yeah. I would definitely do that. I've tweeted some insane things in the past that I've just... Uh, I was like, I'm just going to let this float out there and see what happens. Um, if I had That's... lots of money, I would definitely be... I would definitely be trolling people i think that's that's a very good point and i think that um maybe this person was aware what history tends to remember and perceive yeah yeah way down the line so it's a little bit like um you get this with you know those history sort of shows where they go to say pick a country any country go back there in the past and then they'll talk to some expert and the expert will say, um, yeah, so we found this um, stone. Uh, it's shaped like a triangle in this guy's house. They must have worshipped it. They must have thought that this was their god. And you're like, really? Because if – listen, if, if this whole this whole planet gets hit by a fucking atomic bomb, asteroid, comet, whatever, and they find my vape, my um, mod, and they go – yeah, this looks about you know a couple of thousand years old now. They must have worshipped this mod. But they, they'd, like, be, they'd be right in that aspect, to be fair. With the I do thing. worship the mod, <laughs> but I don't think the mod is God, even though that's a that's a good emblem, that's a good slogan. Yeah. Um, you know, they'll find a glove and it'll be like, oh, I bet they put this on when they wanted to pray, and it's like, you know, sometimes a glove's a glove. Just ask Michael Jackson. A glove's a glove, and I just like wearing the glove. Um, so. You, you could argue that, say, say that something catastrophic does happen to the planet within the next 100, 200 years, and this fucking thing stays. People will go back and say, this is probably what they, you know, if there's no evidence of anything before this, or there's scant evidence of what it means, because, again, there's new languages and, and you know, there's evolution and all that. Um, yeah. It's like it's broken, forgotten, or unfound. So they go, okay, look at this. This must have been what it was like back then. And they they sound like amazing people, you know. Here's it's... a here's a cool fact, right? Mm -hmm. Most of our existence in this century is in the cloud, or it's encrypted, it's in servers. Um, if all of that goes away, and people have to, like, because we don't really like even like bookkeeping in investment banks and stuff is done on computers now, and it's all encrypted information, and it's stored digitally rather than on paper. Um, if something happened that got rid of all of that, how would... What would you do? Yeah, yeah. What, what would you reference it? Well, with? yeah, how would historians recollect or attempt to recollect our existence if it not be... for these stones? <laughs> yeah, but I guess it's that thing where it's like history is written by the victors. So whoever survived out of that would then say all the banks have this complicated system 
um, it yeah, it's encrypted. You don't know what it is. Or they could just as easily go, there's this rock in Georgia that actually tells you what we used to work like. Uh, and I can say that because it's the closest thing of, of that I found because I don't remember anything of my time or the time before that. So, um, so this is the point where the, the story – here's where it gets crazy. Eh? Um, the point of the story where um, – so the, the analysis of this comes mostly from right-wing um, conspiracy theorists who think this is a very new world, orderly, you know. Um, so just to name two of the lads that, that talk about this, Mark Dice – uh, he said that the Guidestones should be smashed into a million pieces and then rubble used for construction for a construction project. Why? Um, claiming that the Guidestones are a deep satanic origin. If that's satanic, okay, minus the population bit, but conceptually, the whole other bits, yes, they're arrogant. Yes, you, you can say it's someone playing God, but are they really sat- like satan- Satan? Are they even? The devil? Are, they, are they even? objectively bad no like is anything in there like uh yeah like you can get there but you... they're purposely vague and a little bit um frustrating because you want to contextualize that to like what do you mean but yeah. i wouldn't be like man like we just went through them one by one at no point did the word satanist come up no at all so and, and we are looking at these in the same with the same eyes and and different brain obviously because if you're if you're of that ilk of person you would just be like don't understand it must be satan um (laughs) and and that guy's known for that um trust me i've I've read one of his books believe me um so people related to the new world order like all the time Mm -hmm. and i don't understand why because i've seen i was you know we're doing research for this i saw pictures of the fucking ted turner because he's a Freemason, um, you know, a bunch of other sort of, you know, your, your typical unsavory, you know, let's prop them up. You know, the Freemasons, Illuminati, George Soros, obviously. The Jews. Um, the Jews. Um, <laughs> Benjamin Netanyahu. No, no. <laughs> um, odd, this. Um, yeah. Or was it, in fact, the current president of the United States? Because... If you're going to point the fingers at anybody, then it might as well be anybody that who basically it could fit any person or religion or group that you could point to that you don't like or you have prejudice against and say it was them. Yeah, listen, I could say it was Donald Trump because number 10, be not a cancer on the earth, leave room for nature, leave room for nature. That repeating the same thing over and over again, that's straight out of that motherfucker's handbook. So that's a tweet. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, um, um Exactly. It's, so, you know, you, you could say it's Donald Trump and I could tell you it was Osama bin Laden. Like, who – and I could be like, yeah, look at him. He hates people. He only wants 500 million to be left. Probably his mates. Ta-da. And um, Alex Jones – Osama bin Laden always been a popular fella. Yeah. He mentioned <laughs> – Alex Jones mentioned that um, the Guidestones are a har- – was it har- har- Harbinger? Harbinger? Is it Jer or Ger? It's Jer. I'm pretty sure it's Jer. Yeah. Of self-appointed elites who intend on exterminating the most of the world's population. Why would they write that? Mm. Why wouldn't they just do it? Yeah, this is the thing that really... 
I don't. This is what I don't understand about the people who believe in the Illuminati and that fucking Jay Z and Beyonce are gonna like. Oh look, I've decoded it from this music video. Like, <laughs> listen, if they're operating in the shadows, pulling the strings, you're not gonna fucking see it in a music video, are you? They're, they're not gonna like yeah. leave breadcrumbs. Like, life is not a TV show. Like, yeah, uh, things aren't all leading to one big thing. Now, you could say that. You know, mysterious murders, mysterious crimes, and mysterious deaths. Yes, you could potentially put that together and say, yeah, there's there's some dark entities here at work. Mm-hmm. But why the fuck would Katy Perry put a fucking eye on it? And then they go, oh, it's to distract us from what's really going on. So why are they leaving clues then? Yeah, exactly. Like, you, you can't have it both ways and say it's both a, an acknowledgement and a distraction because then it's neither. It's just a thing. And that's usually what it is. Um. To me, this just seems like someone who probably had a bit of money, probably had a bit of um, – probably read things quite old, I reckon, yeah. because it seems to be written in a weirdly old way as well, and probably just thought, yeah, I think the world should live like this. Um, purposely didn't want to be known Yeah. so that we talk about it. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, I, th- I think the entire thing is set up to kind of gain as much attention as possible. I don't. Yeah. Obviously, they they could do more things to attract attention, but I think they want it to be mysterious because it's that kind of like ethereal tread that people have, where they. Uh, it's, it, plus, if you, if you can imagine this in a in a pre-internet world, like just stumbling across a thing like this. And then trying Holy to shit. study it in a, in a fucking library, going through encyclopedias and stuff, trying to figure it out, and finding nothing about it. Like, that is that is mysterious, and that's wacky, and that's the type of yeah. thing that you, you make TV shows about, and that's the type of thing that you speculate on. And I think, um, in fact, giving it that new light of having no internet at the time, it, I, I'm pretty sure that we've hit the nail on the head, and that is what it is. It's someone... Big troll yeah. <laughs> coming in. Some, troll some fucking 70s. some billionaire waving his dick around, showing what he yeah. can do. And the weird thing is, though, like it's not even like the its story is untraceable because you can Google it and be and you can have some. You know, I'm sure you can look up some of the people that were involved or were for the companies that were there. And we're like, yeah, he came over, told me to do this, and we did it. Yeah. <laughs> um. Whoa, is he a Satanist? It's like, nah, he just looked like a very rich person. So, um, Yoko Ono who we often don't talk about, <laughs> if ever, <laughs> she praised it. She of course called she it, fucking did. She called it a stirring call to rational thinking. Um, She's allowed to say that, though. Just mm-hmm. as the other people are allowed to say a Satanist. Yeah. doesn't mean anyone's right or wrong. Um, To me, personally, I I can take... Like, I, I could look at those things for about a week, right? probably smoke a shitload of weed and be like i know what it means that's my interpretation of it same i definitely could like to have 500 million people is probably more sustainable than having 8 million uh, 8 billion people almost 8 billion people i think in the next couple of years if not yeah it's definitely i mean the the eradication of species on the planet is directly proportional to the number of people there are on the planet and that's just that's logical so um yeah i get the i get the idea but um it's wishful leave thinking for nature maybe that person was looking at what they're doing to the amazon and going leave room for them and you know what's pretty cool about the amazon that i found out um, they deliver in one day with prime click <laughs> yeah, jeff bezos did it <laughs> leave room for amazon leave room for but um the rainforests 
they found certain bits on the edges, outskirts, that were actually man-planted, which means that at the time, wherever humans or tribes were there, they actually saw the fucking Holy thing and shit. were like, we get food, we get water, there's all this harmony here, let's build this further and expand it. That's pretty cool. That's wacky. That's, that's like, because you'd think they'd go in there and be like, yeah, let's destroy this, eat this. They're like, no, no, no. We understand what this, you know, because the rainwater and they can fall into things, they can drink water. Like, it's, um, so I guess the leaving room for nature thing, it's that. It's let it have its space there, you know, obviously add to whatever. Um, don't be in cancers, don't burn it down, uh, or destroy it and leave room to it. To me, that's probably the, the strongest one. That's the only one that legitimately resonates with me because, you know, you, you can't eat money and you can't eat, well, you can just wouldn't taste very nice <laughs> i like to have it in a salad yeah uh, what are you having for dinner oh uh, three pound meal deal oh yeah yeah what, what sandwich what packet of no no i'm literally having three pounds as a meal <laughs> and it's a pretty good deal awesome um all right yeah, let's, so so let's uh, a note to close it on what would we uh i i say unite um, humanity <laughs> in terms of what in terms of what's bullshit and what what, what do we think uh i got like yeah maybe we <laughs> should make of it <laughs> yeah 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 no let's uh, in fact yeah let's ask the list let's open it up to the listeners sound off and <laughs> Yeah, let me know if we've got this completely wrong and we're seeing it from kind of silly point of view and it's actually far more sort of you know, as as more darker meanings that we we can we can think right now. Yeah, and also let us know what conspiracy theory you want us to talk about next. That would be pretty good. Yeah, 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 definitely. Um, I for, for me, by the way, all of this just sounds like there was no no end game for this. Yeah, it was just someone's someone's a group of people let's just say a group of yeah maybe they were freemasons maybe they were illuminati and maybe they did think this is how we think the world is um rich does often mean powerful but it doesn't mean satanic okay there's a little bit of a difference there um if this is our say the 10 richest people in the world this is their view of what they think the world should be yeah well be less fake number one motherfucker and number two, um, let them write that. You're more than welcome to disagree. But for me, the bit that I probably have issue with, it's the everything's got to have like a super dark meaning. Like this is not only Satanist, it's rich Satanist and it's um, it should be smashed. And it's the elites who did it. It's like it probably is the elites who did it. You can, you can you can be spot on with that. But I think the rest of it is just like it's just the same shit that people probably say when they're really high and you're sat around the magic circle and you're like, hey, man, we should avoid petty laws and useless officials. Yeah. Yeah. If you say, other than number one, if you say all the others quite high, I think um, everyone in the room would be like, yeah, man, that's... Yeah, I agree. A bunch of stoned rich dudes. There you go. All right. Seven guidestones out of ten. <laughs> um, yeah, what do you make of it, though? Um, yeah, I mean, I, I just think it's a big bunch of shit, and it was just some <laughs> rich guy dicking around with his checkbook, and I don't know. I, I, I just I can't see anything sinister in something that is so deliberately 
spiritual and earthly, you know, you know? Do you know what it reminds me of? Reminds me of uh, Denver Airport. Yeah, yeah, me too. <laughs> we'll get into More that. More on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, like, thanks for listening. Check out our wrestling podcast. Links in the description, I'm yeah. sure. Yeah, I'll be there. Uh, yeah, let me know. Let, let us know what you guys think. And uh, yeah, enjoy. Yeah, peace. Peace.